Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Well, it looks like they're in here and they said, hold on, J.P. Morgan has 3200 Outlook, UBS and Barclays, what are we doing here? Let's go and step them up one step further. Let's talk about 2982 by year's end. Who gave that outlook today? Find out on At The Close. Let's get into this market and find out what is going on. And it looks like, I don't know what happened here, but my At The Close is gone. Who Who deleted my At The Close? This is excellent. Because uh, normally I would play an intro here, but I don't even have the intro. Somebody deleted it, Joel. So I'm just going to bring you on right now, my friend. Someone hopped you can't on. can't blame me. Mind. Someone deleted it. Someone didn't want me doing at the close anymore. All right, give, give, me, give me those targets again. All right. So l- let me exactly give you, and, and I'll, I'll literally right here. UBS and Barclays are n- still not calling the bottom even after 22's steep loss and extreme volatility. In the case of recession, they see the S&P hitting 29.82 by year's end. Barclays says most likely we see the S&P 500 ending at 3,200, but in the case of recession, all the way down to 29.82. They stated that despite the increased risk to growth and the rise in volatility, equity markets have neither become cheaper relative to bonds nor yet priced in material slowdown in growth and earnings. That came from UBS Chief Investment Officer. So that's UBS or uh, Barclays? It's both of them. They're both they're both teaming up here. Really? So they can both be wrong together? They, that's exact. I think they're just trying to – they're jumping in the Jamie Diamond boat. They said, uh, we're following you, Jamie. Well um... – you know me, you know, I just kind of take things day by day and number by number. And uh, they must just be looking for an epic disaster uh, in the uh, from earnings. I mean, in, in everything else and lower interest rates. So, um, I mean, interest rates are still going up. We're still fighting inflation. Uh, I don't know if I'd be rushing out to say it on a day like this and also, they should have checked last time. Uh, Jamie, Jamie Diamond called for like uh, a major decline that just happened to be in July two thousand twenty. Oh, uh, what happened after that? After July two thousand twenty. But let's run down the big board, and then we can talk about this later. Uh, straight up, man, the pre market session they were just getting going. Thirty seven oh two fifty is your high. Chart me, my friend. Chart me. Chart me. Chart me. Okay. Chart Everything's me. best. Someone really deleted that intro. I'm literally here scratching my head about it, but I'll worry about that afterwards, Steve. We'll figure out. They what were the sick of Spencer, there. man. They yeah, they said delete anything with Spencer on there. So it looks like somebody hit the delete button on him. Uh, it wasn't me this time, team. I promise. 
All right, let's let's get into right. it. What did you see in the? Feature? We're gonna have to redo the number. I'm gonna have to redo my sheet again. I had to copy and paste down. I'm gonna have to copy and paste up. Uh, but anyways, uh, we're above uh, Thursday's close. So I'm uh, just uh, to me a close above um, eighty one seventy five. That's a plus. You know, knockout Friday, close back above Thursday. So that's what I'm looking at. The buck, the buck does stop here. Uh, down a buck twenty four at one eleven ninety six. That's your help. That's uh, that's what the uh, market's liking today. TLT. Now this is uh, this is not making sense. New low of the move down fifty two cents ninety eight oh five. Uh, crude gives all it was down then up. Now it's down again twenty one cents at uh, eighty five forty. Gold in the green by six twenty sixteen fifty five. Back near the lows of the session, though. Silver still up 50 cents at 1857. Bitcoin working its way through towards 20k up for 15. And Ethereum futures are in the green too by 26 bucks at 13.2150. The spy is hanging on here. What will happen towards the close? Will we go towards the 366 or the 367? Uh, 368 been seeing the rejections around the 367 often today so just if you're bearish if you're bearish this is not a bad place to short but you got to lean on the highs from last week those are the highs from thursday so um there's your risk uh if you're going long man it's gonna i you know you can't wait to see it go back down to 3600 but man i I, the reason i I disagree with the barclays uh in the ubs is because man, we just the thirty six hundred has been such a battle, and I don't know if we put it in the rearview mirror. We had that spike down on Thursday. Now you basically got a double bottom at thirty five ninety. Uh, if you miss this rally, they gave you a chance on on Friday. But if you miss this rally, I don't know where you're buying. So and a lot of potential upside. So that's a look at the S and P's. We'll see. Uh, you know, you know the way this market is, it can it can change in a heartbeat. But getting back Friday's losses, to me, very bullish for the market. All right. Well, the stock had some earnings today and had a good move. So let's talk about Bank of America continuing to raise into the intraday action. It got the push in the pre-market and continued pushing up there towards 33.75. Had some yep. decent earnings, beat and a beat on EPS and sales. And looks like the banks are getting a little lift today. Yeah, follow through, follow through for JP Morgan too. I mean, banks, you know, and there was a 24% rise in interest income. Of course, interest rates are going up. How did we all forget that rising interest rates are good for banks? We let the the recession recessionary fears overcome the true fundamentals for banks. The fundamentals for banks are higher interest rates are good for banks. We should not be surprised as it's earnings season. Uh, still holding a little piece of Bank America. I still wish I had a big piece for the swing trade by checking out ahead of earnings. Uh, next target, 34.40. That's based on the dailies. Big three-day move. I don't know if you got any size stacking up at 34, uh, trading off 11 cents off the high. So good move for Bank of America. JP Morgan filed suit. Uh, boom, boom. Another move for that. So uh, another you know, two-day moves. Uh, we'll see if they can they continue. Uh, let's get the um, they did have continuations from the uh, 
from the pre-market. They didn't get to the. I wanted to see Bank America come and fill the gap and miss that by 30 cents. Uh, that should look at your JP Morgan. Let's also get a look after I adjust this chart. Let's look at Wells Fargo, WFC. Uh, long away from where uh, Goldman gave that upgrade. Holy macro, that was right back in here. Gave you a look at 40 bucks again. That's a red candle. That's not as good looking as the other ones. Uh, Citigroup, they had earnings last week. Uh, boom, boom, boom. Oh, oh, boy, big area here, 44.42. Uh, high on Friday, 44.43 on Monday. So potential double top. I'm also a little worried about this Goldman Sachs because they come out with the good news today. Why did they just do it all in, in earnings, right? Why did they just wait till they do the earnings? It's a good day, but you know, now running into the report, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how they go. Of course, you know, different. They're an investment bank, but man, I just don't see how the earnings could be great for them with no IPOs and just you know the investment banking being like down down for the quarter. Well, you got one uh, unit will house the investment banking and trading um, asset and wealth management in another uh-huh. and uh, transaction banking in the third division. You know, I think I want to be in that first division, though. It seems like it. But uh, that would just be my uh, outlook there. We'll see what happens there with the three divisions of Goldman and their plans to change up their business. Let's talk now going into Roblox as probably one of the best winners of the day, trading higher after the company surprised uh, with some key metrics out. Daily active users were up uh, 23% year over year at 57.8 million and estimated bookings were up about 11 to 15% year over year. And not a bad move there if you got caught that rip right out the gates. Yeah, and uh, continuation through the pre-market high, put 40 in the rearview mirror. We talked about that. Uh, 42 was the next stopping point, blew that away, uh, got into the 43 handle, almost to 44. Uh, now pulling back, let me link this chart up so it's with all the other charts, and that would be blue. And uh, no, come on, man, get blue, 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 blue. Okay, uh, so that uh, it's a good one. Um, looks like you got a little profit taking in here. Uh, we mentioned, uh, unity as a sympathy trade. Someone mentioned that, uh, that mm-hmm. got up that had a good day, but got, couldn't deal. Uh, couldn't get through. I only got 11 cents through the previous day's high 3169, 3180. Uh, so sympathy move, not nearly as pressive as the Roblox move. So it was a nice one too. I gave that one in pre-market. You did, you did. Young and Mitch that did. one, nice little move there. Up but is this snowflake like uh, cybersecurity? Or? They trade such close together. I've been watching these three trade hand in hand for a while. For a while there, snow was keeping up and Roblox was slowly going down. Unity, they kind of change. One leads the other and all of a sudden the other two kind of lag and hang around. Uh, but it's just some stocks that you see. And then one of the things, that, another thing that I think it's important to use is if you got any tools that can give you correlation, because that can definitely help on a day like today, find uh, symbols that are actually correlated to each other. Like I know one of the ways that you might've been taking a look at Roblox today was maybe looking at ARC, right? Well, ARC, it's a big part of ARC and then ARC getting some lift today. A lot of these 
are in arc you got unity you got snow you got roblox so i think plays like that you know you can diversify a little bit and go after these also on a day where you see a big news announcement and you feel like the other laggards are going to follow yeah we talked about hey the you know the growth wasn't participating even on thursday and then got pounded on fire we're like where's the catalyst where's the catalyst where's the catalyst well there you go give an arc up 237, but inside day, not getting to Friday's high is, or yeah, Friday's high, not a great sign. Wow, that had a weird day arc on, oh, that's right, because Friday we opened up and then puked. Uh, So Mm -hmm. not really knocking on the door, still an inside day. So still resistance there for uh, for arc at uh, last week's high. Um, As I was talking about before, I was looking at Thursday's close. Who remembers me saying that, folks? Raise your right hand. Thursday's close in ARC uh, was, boom, boom, boom. This was Friday. Thursday's close was at 36.04. You got through it today uh, by a little bit, 36.69, but not the high for the week. Spoos are making a run here. We're trying to close in the 37 handle. We don't have much resistance. The intraday high and the daily high from yesterday, uh, the intraday high yesterday being Friday, 25 and a quarter. And then the Globex high, the highest number I had on my sheet, 37, 33 and a quarter, if we can talk out. We're right also at just around the average daily range here, as I was predict, uh, you know, when I look for targets. That came in at 36.98. So uh, balances of five minutes to see what the Bulls can do in the last 15 minutes of the session. Just want to note, definitely keep your eyes on treasuries that were interesting to me to see the 10-year above the four, yet we still had a decent day today. That was interesting for me. So just keep that relationship in mind, right? I mean, normally when we've been seeing those treasury bond yields keep going up, we've been seeing the market come down. So yeah, maybe if we could start seeing that relationship change where the market could actually go up and those treasuries go up, things could be different. Uh, yeah, the bonds are the only thing that's not jiving today is uh, what's going on in the TLT exactly, uh, as yeah. far as interest rates. So, uh, I mean, a bull could say, yeah, you're putting a major bottom in here at 98. Uh, but the bear would say uh, this is going to be a low close for the move. So uh, that's not jiving here. Uh, the mm-hmm. TLT and the bonds. Let's look at the uh, at U.S. the uh, 30 year treasury bond. Just uh, I'm sure that charge is going to be similar to this. Uh, so that's the only thing. Not making a, not making real sense there. Yeah, it's not making sense at all. It's just something to keep watch there. Now, Netflix was a surprising day there. It seems like it got some push into the earnings. Of course, earnings come tomorrow after the bell, but already a big push today. Getting up there towards a high of 249.92. I'll tell you one thing, though. I was looking at this one today. I didn't play it. But I would probably be running to the register near that 250 today. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming, I wish I'd used Indeed. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility all at Indeed.com P-R-E-P. Just go to Indeed.com P-R-E-P right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com P-R-E-P. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Monthly highs of fifty one ninety nine back in August, fifty forty nine in September. So far, forty nine ninety two. We gave you that level uh, as a major breakout. I did not think. I mean, you got the. I mean, this wasn't bad. I mean, you could have got this thing below the close, right? I think. Mm-hmm. Wow, why did this close did? Uh, no, you couldn't have closed at two thirty. Opened at two thirty four forty one. That was the dead low of the session, and then a nice rally, a nice fifteen point rally. Uh, still keeping an eye. Uh, I will get my major Netflix bullish cap on. We get a couple closes over two fifty. You have a catalyst coming up with earnings. Yeah, one thing that I noticed was it going through that weekly high through the two thirty eights, then pulling yep. back right to the VWAP, and then watching it run up through that a lot of times you're going to get those major levels to break through watch for those throwbacks see how they hold you could see the volume increasing into the breakout after that slight hold there of the 238 that gave me more of the sign that hey somebody was definitely adding on that pullback through the 238 and they they got it up there I, i didn't expect to see 249 or 250 today so great there run in netflix in just one day not a bad move. Uh, let's go towards some other stocks that are making big moves on the day. Um, we did got a lot of news that was out in kind of the oil stocks. Those didn't really move. So if you heard about the news on CLR and LFG, those are not going to go anywhere. So let's go to Splunk. Splunk was more of at least one that was getting some kind of lift. And we were thinking, well, maybe the starboard gets it moving. Well, you probably were wrong on that end. It got hit hard there. Uh, plans to push Splunk to take action to boost its stock price. I don't know what Starboard's going to do to kind of turn this one around. Uh, was there anything? In, why did we look at seven, seven? Oh, I never saw 78 in a regular session. This is yeah. interesting. This is a good, uh, a good um, you know, uh, example here of what, you know, what we're trying to talk to you guys about with uh, pre-market levels, right? So here you get your look at 78, right? We're covering it on the show. It was right near 78. I remember ticking on it. Then I, you go over and a, a pre-market level does not have as much significance to me unless you get a daily level, right? Your daily level, your high. Uh, it was a week ago, Friday, 78.09, right? So once you hit that, okay, so you, something's coinciding. Then they pull it back a couple bucks. So right away, you've got some overhead supply created there just from the pre-market trading. There are people looking for 80, 81, 82, 83, 84. So you built up that overhead supply, and then some people was just like, yeah, I don't know what Starboard is going to do either. I don't know what Starburst is going to do. 
and uh, they did it. Now, we didn't get it near the top of uh, the range. That's of yesterday's range. That's where I get interested in this thing. 71.85, 72 uh, would be a potential buy zone if you're if you're hopping on the starboard. 175 million to the buy side, but that's not much for me. We're battling here. We're trying to get towards the 368. Will we get there towards the close? We just got about 10 minutes left here. Let's see how we get towards the close. At least, I mean, if I feel like we can make that move to 368. That's going to be a good level today because I feel like, you know, this amount of time sideways usually brings a reversal in this market. So seems why do you like the, like the 368? Why do you like that better than Friday's high? Just because I'm just seeing the 15 minute action that it just keeps rejecting there. And so at least for the pattern in the intraday action, I feel like we need to first get through that 368. Then we can try 370, but this 368 just seems pesky to me. Every time we get above okay. 367, at least especially in you take a look more on the hourly candles, there's not many candles that close higher than 367.40. So we just keep rejecting anywhere in the 367.50, 367.80s, anything up there. We're not wanting to hold up there in my eyes. That's the resistance right now. If we get through 368, I think we blow through 370. But that's just uh, my I, I found something there for you. Um, uh, Thursday's high was uh, uh, 367. So the mm. high and the close was at an at area. So people are discounting that fluff from Friday when we made up that high yep. and focusing on Thursday's numbers. But uh, we're making a push here. Hup 100.25 handles. Uh Three, four points off the high of the session. Uh, 37.0250 is your current high. Nothing there for you, folks. We'll see if we can clear that level. All right, let's keep going. Let's take a look at, um, let's go to, how did Kroger's trade today? After, uh, oh, there you go. Now they're like, we don't like this deal. <laughs> yeah. Hey, they, uh, man, right I keep missing down. one symbol. Let's see. Yeah. Um, that, that to me shows me it was a know. bigger size deal, right? Because what was the yeah. one they got? I think if there's anything, they paid a premium. Yeah, the, the triple D corrects me on more is when I, you know, and I talk about that. And they're like, you gotta look at the size of the deal. Uh, so this is a this is a pretty substantial deal. This is not good news for Kroger. Uh, that number he gave out this morning, forty bucks. That's a monthly low, down a buck oh two. Uh, so the yeah, they don't like them spending money. They don't like the premium. So. They're hitting it. And then what was the other one that did the deal? Oh, British Petroleum uh, did the deal. Uh, not as big on a factor inside day, priced out in Europe. So that bought that what? I can't even pronounce the name of the um, – what's the name Archia, of Archia. Archiga. Yep. Archia Energy. Um, LF, LFG. Uh, interesting yeah. ticker uh, that they use there. Uh, but not a bad day, at least. I mean, just going sideways is Lions, now. Is Lionsgate still around? LGF? No, someone took that over. Okay, that's CLR. That's real close to the uh, the the ham family, ham and cheese family, buying that out. Uh, and I think the, the takeout is a little bit higher than that. But uh, we're holding a steady bid here into the close as we speak, up 97 handles, trying to get in that 3,700 handle. Um, I, I see some weird movement out there today that doesn't have really news. And so I'll, I'll call it out for you guys. Cause whenever there's a weird one, 
I mean, maybe you guys know something we don't. Wayfair getting a big lift right now. Um, it's up 14%. It's definitely at the bottom of the daily chart. Leads, seems like, you know, these laggards are getting a little bit of a push today. Uh-huh. I also saw Chewy making a move, and there was in the news on that one. It seems like some of the discretionary stocks are making uh, moves up. With uh, some people are trying to push it onto the UK news. I don't necessarily would tie in all that, um, but it just seems to me like Wayfair, Chewy getting some lift, and I can't find the news. But it's definitely uh, a good move. Man. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to go say the Roblox news or whatever, you know, these high P.E. stocks. I wish he would have went up for another reason today than, you know, what what's going on there in Britain. Uh, but for you Chewy traders here, you got a very clear level sticking out at you that you need to clear to keep this bull run going. Uh, you had a high at 37 even. Was that right there? 37.02. Last highs in the last two sessions, 36.77, 36.80. You're pressing up there, so break out. You got some room, you know, maybe tack on another buck to the pair of highs over 98. But uh, got to clear out that 37 seller. Seems like the chat doesn't know either what's going on there in Wayfair, but uh, someone mentioning there was some bigger option calls. Uh, Jonathan mentioning that he saw some call sweeps. Maybe that's what's affecting Wayfair, but... Yeah, it's a tough one today. Uh, now, one thing I will say is uh, your call on the department stores today. Not a bad one, my friend. They had a really good day today, uh, Coles included. Um, really, uh, Dillard's had probably the best day uh, of, the, of the group. 11% up on the day. <laughs> Why? I mean, maybe Joel knows. I don't. <laughs> It's the old cold, cold recessionary indicator. Uh, S&P's backing off here. Couldn't get through right uh, that block at uh, 3,700. Pulling back uh, just a little bit now at 3,689. Uh, Macy's having a different date. This Coles, uh, oh boy, that 28 seller, hmm, he, he's 28 to 28.20. So uh, not quite a breakout yet. Uh, if you get some good news out of Coles here, uh, do compare highs up at 29, but uh, it's just not clearing it by enough for me to like I'd say, yep, oh yeah, we cleared 28, we put it in the rear view mirror, uh, because that was a level here, level here, and I don't know, small candle, bulls and bears coming together. Uh, I don't know, not quite a breakout yet for Coles. Macy's having a different day, up 84 cents. Uh, that you know. Caught a bit at 18. Nothing sticking out to me. Mitch's favorite store, Walmart. <laughs> Walmart having a good day. Just hugging that 50% area. Up and down, up and down, up and down. What else? Let's just check uh, Costco. I did not. I did go to Costco, I think. Inside day in Costco. Costco got getting a lot of love. You got profit takers coming in to this rally. They're a non-believer that uh, Britain lowering taxes. Is that good <laughs> for the U.S. markets as uh, we repeal from the highs of the session? Of course, we reject that three sixty seven fifty area. Call, I just, I just see it. You, you know, one of the things is you're never going to know exact levels. Just looking at the price action that just keeps rejecting there, just tells me either there's someone sneaky just selling a bigger position as soon as it gets above there, or it just hasn't wanted to blow through. And so uh, usually I look at you know three to four tests 
This was going to be that fourth test. Now, normally, we test support. Doesn't mean it's going to break down, but just means we're going to be stuck between this range, and we're going to have to see what happens in the overnight action. Uh, Meta having a little bit of a bounce back yeah. day. I know that a lot of people are keeping their eyes on Meta with Snapchat coming this Thursday. Could it get a lift before the Snapchat report? Uh, it's not looking too bad right now as Meta gets a little bit of a lift off the kind of looks like you're starting to build some around the 126 area support. I was con- concentrating on this uh, 132 area because you had a high on Thursday, 3179, and then uh, 3266. So you got through that today, going to 134.79. Back, backing off a little bit. Is it something to get excited about? I really don't know. I think as long as we hold these former tops here at 132, uh, you might have a little bit of a chance. Next target on the upside, 136.11. That was your 10.10 high, your October 10th high. And uh, chat's mentioning uh, Match, Florida, Florida. It's talking about the Match group. Um, I don't know. I don't know why it's up to tell you the truth. Uh Roadblock, uh, roadblock here. I mean, it's all daily active it's users. A- I mean, I guess there's that means that there's daily active users on the Tinder or something. I have no idea. That's a hard one uh, to call. It is. I still think you got a you got a seller out there. Someone's got a piece at forty five and are not letting it through. Forty five twenty three, forty four ninety eight. That tells me they're still targeting uh, that forty five day area. Um, also, man, I'm looking at this as, as far as like the candle perspective. Uh, it is wow. So you had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven down days in a row, one up day. I'd say you clear 45. Yeah, you know, it's a you, you got another move to the upside. As long as it stays under 45, the bears are in control still with match. All right, just to kind of state there, uh, the low on uh, the pandemic was 44.74. You're pretty close to that, right? Ooh, yep, yep. Yeah, not a lot of dating going on during that pandemic, huh? All right. It didn't like seem like it. <laughs> 36.90 is where we went off the board. A good day for the market. Um, I, I like and respect Mitch's call up here. There is resistance. We talked about, you know, if you're if you're shorting here, you have the hot, weak highs. Uh, just like the Bulls missed it yesterday, you know, on Friday. Uh, you know, you missed the move on Thursday. You're a buyer. You were a buyer on the way down on Friday. Uh, if you miss selling on uh, Thursday uh, and you regretted it on Friday, you get an opportunity. Uh, could we come up, you know, like, like Barclays, UBS, they're looking for like, you know, 3,000, 3,200, you know, other bullish people staying in the new all-time camp. Could we just consolidate? Could this be the top of a trading range? Could we just grind between 3,500, though that seems a long ways away, and 3,700, 3,750? That's a that's a, uh, a, a possible scenario. Uh, great job, as always, Mitch. Uh, we will be back uh, for our synthetic, synthetic Friday tomorrow. And, well, uh, everyone, your synthetic uh, Friday. I would, yeah, I would love free. it to be my synthetic Friday too, but I, unfortunately, it'll just be yours, my friend. So that means that Joel will have himself a great week starting from tomorrow. But we still got a lot more trading action to do 
I'll be here for you guys. You guys be here for me. And uh, like always, we'll keep battling right here on Benzinga. Um, up next, of course, come back for pre-market prep tomorrow as we really get down and dirty into the earnings season. There's so much that's going to be going on, whether it be tomorrow morning or tomorrow afternoon. And then we really start the earnings calls. So stay right here on Benzinga. If you want to hear some of these earnings call, they're going to be right here on this channel. You don't got to go anywhere. You don't got to search for it. So look forward to tomorrow. We'll be putting on Netflix earnings call. Thumbs up. I'll see you guys tomorrow at pre-market prep and we'll see if this market can catch that rally again and get back through that 368 or will we be closer towards the 360s tomorrow? We'll have to wait and see. Hit the thumbs up on your way out and we'll keep battling in this market. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.